This is a Hot Pie Original. Hi, this is Pat Pearson and Hot Pie Media, bringing you Stop Self-Sabotage. I'm going to be bringing you this program every week, and we're going to be delving into the wonderful messiness of our lives. We're going to be talking about your hopes, your fears, and the emotional issues that you need to resolve to make you even happier will be discussed at all all the times we're together. In this process, you got to ask yourself, what's in it for you? Well, what's in it is an uplifting information, renewed hope, and some fabulous people who are going to come in to share their life stories. All of it wrapped up in a wonderful container to help you deserve even more of life's great adventure. Come join me. We're going to have a good time on Hot Pie Media. Stop self-sabotage. Well, hello. We're here to talk about self-esteem and self-confidence. And if you like a lot of people, you know, you see one of those words and you kind of assume if I have self-esteem, I automatically have confidence because we have plopped these words into a similar category. You know, we talk about self all the time. There's even a a magazine called Self. But what does it really mean? What does self-esteem mean? versus self-confidence. I believe they're two very different things. And today I'm going to share with you some thoughts on that. Self, now we need both. Of course, we need to have self-esteem. We need to have self-confidence. And I want to give you a little quiz here in a minute to see where you are on these two very important things. But first of all, let me describe them. Self-esteem as I define it is unconditional acknowledgement for who you are as a human being, because you're a good, lovable, likable human being. That creates self-esteem. And self-esteem is given. It's unconditional. That's when your mom gives you a big kiss and says, I love you, or your husband or your wife, or someone, a good friend comes up and hugs you and thanks you for being the best friend in the world. They're acknowledging your being. It's about beingness. So it has to do with being loved, you loving yourself. Okay. Of course, we got to do that, but also loving other people and receiving from them their acknowledgments of how much they care and honor you and respect you. That creates self-esteem. Now, self-confidence is very different. Self-confidence is based on conditional acknowledgement. Conditional meaning you have to do something to get it. You get an A on a biology test. You run a, a fast mile and you win the tournament of, of runners, the marathon of runners. You bake a great cake. You do something and because you've done it and done it well, that develops confidence. It's based on doing. It's human doingness. And it has to do with being acknowledged by yourself and by others for uh, accomplishing something. So you take on a task and because you've taken on that task, it becomes uh, something that's successful and that builds your confidence. That's why if you start a new job, that there's always a period of not being very confident. Why? 
because you haven't built anything in that career yet. You haven't done things to be acknowledged for. Now, your self-esteem might be high, but your confidence might be low. In the whole area of self-esteem and self-confidence, we can, all of us, have differences in these um, uh, these two very important issues. You can have high self-esteem and low self-confidence or the reverse. You can have high self-confidence and low self-esteem. Now, obviously, to be fully functioning, we need both, and we need both in as much uh, uh, degree of, uh, of efficiency as we can get, but that isn't always the way it happens. Let me give you a couple illustrations. Margaret is an affluent 50-year-old housewife who has many wonderful, loving relationships. She has high self-esteem. She's at a time in her life when her children are grown, her husband is retired, and she's also retired from her role as mother. She's tired of volunteer work and wants to do something in the marketplace. She wants to produce. She has high self-esteem but low self-confidence because she's thinking of entering an area that is new to her. Because she devoted most of her adult life to caring for her family, she doesn't have the experience to reassure herself that she'll be able to perform well in the business world. I'd love to go into cosmetics, she said, but I'm just terrified. I don't know if I can do it. What if I fall flat on my face? I want to try, but I'm just too scared. Now, this is a woman whose self-esteem is great. She feels loved. She feels validated in being loved, but her confidence is what she needs to work on. And her confidence is what's holding her back. High self-esteem, low self-confidence. Let's talk about another person with high self-confidence, but low self-esteem. Mike is a salesperson. And he uses his ability to perform and produce when he has tried to create good relationships. He tries to do something to make those relationships work. He tries to razzle-dazzle and charm his partner, trying to make her love him. Naturally, this doesn't work very well. You can't sell anyone on loving you. You can only be yourself. And either way, they will or they won't. Mike's challenge is to build up his self-esteem, to feel that he is loved and and lovable, and to come from that realness in personality and share that with his potential uh, love mates, rather than trying to woo them with everything he can do and charm them. Being more authentic and being more who he is as a human being with all the good and bad uh, aspects is what creates love and belief and trust in a relationship. That brings us to the quiz I was talking about. And that is that I want you to get a sense of where you are right now with your self-esteem and your self-confidence. Now, let me just tell you this. These components can change. If you fall in love, your esteem might go up. If you get a great new job and you do a wonderful project and they, they give you a raise because of it, your confidence might go up. So you need both, but they are achieved and created in two very different ways. Okay. Self-esteem about being loved and lovable, self-confidence about doing something and being acknowledged for it. So give yourself a rating right now. Think about yourself. Think about your life. Where are you in terms of your relationships? How loved and lovable do you feel? Are you being acknowledged for that? Scale of one to 10, one being 
there's nobody out there saying anything nice to 10 being, yes, I feel very loved, very acknowledged, very positive. One to 10, one being the lowest, 10 being the highest. Okay. Now I want you to come to the self-confidence area. Think about what you've been doing, making things happen, getting agendas done, making lists and, and, and making sure that you check them off. Um, being in maybe a career in which you were actively pursuing tasks. How do you feel in terms of your confidence? One being very low, 10 being I'm just doing everything great. So I want you to think about these two areas, these two ratings that you've given yourself one in self-esteem and one in self-confidence. And let me tell you a little bit about how I learned about this. When I was growing up, I grew up in Missouri, Columbia, Missouri to be exact. And in the summers in Columbia, I would get out there and I would pull my little red wagon and I would sell my comic books. And my dad, who was a national book salesman, would come by and he'd say, add a girl, Pat, chip off the old block, you sell those comic books. And I knew if I was selling my comic books, bringing home A's and picking up my room, my dad would be happy with me. I knew if I performed confident, I would create confidence and that confidence would be something he would approve of. Now, I wasn't so sure he'd love me if I brought home an F. So I had to, I had to perform. I had to do things right. Now, my mom, on the other hand, loved me no matter what I did. I could sit in my room, read comic books, watch TV, eat, you know, M&Ms all day. And she loved me. Didn't matter for her. So for my mother, I developed what? Self-esteem. And for my dad, I developed some level of self-confidence. Now, what would you predict about somebody like this? Well, I grew up, I went to college, and I started to use the same skills with the guys I dated in college that I did with my dad. And that is, I felt I had to do things for them. So I did their term papers. I cleaned their car. I made their beds. I did everything to earn their approval, to earn their love. And it took me a long time to realize that love and self-esteem isn't created by what you do. It's created by who you are and trusting that part of you and sharing that with another human being. So after a while, I learned that all that work I was doing to have them love me wasn't really the way to get them to have that experience. So I separated these two out and I learned that I had to go to self-esteem to create love and uh, connection. So let's talk about, okay, where you are, whatever area you just rated the lowest is the one that bugs you the most. That's the one that when you're driving around and you're thinking about your life, you are trying to finish your unfinished business. So if it's a love relationship that you're having a struggle in, or if you're having a struggle with self-esteem with a friend that they're mad at you or that you're mad at somebody else, then you're going to be focused on trying to finish that, trying to get to a, a more happy place. If on the other hand, it has to do with creating something, maybe building a new outdoor garden or uh, creating a new um, uh, website, doing something that it has to do with production and, um, and uh, being confident, then that's self-confidence. Okay. So whatever area is the lowest, that's the area that you think about in your downtimes. And that's the area that needs to be raised. 
So let's talk about how do you raise self-esteem, self-confidence. Okay. Well, self-esteem, as I said, um, is, does not mean that you see yourself as the greatest person in the world. It means basically, uh, it's not the same as being conceited. It means that you value the love and connection, uh, in your life and that you have that with someone else and hopefully many someone else's and that you can feel, uh, their commitment to you, their interest in you, their acceptance of you. So healthy self-esteem means liking yourself for the most part as you are. You can have okay self-esteem and still have occasional uh, bouts of self-doubt. Healthy self-esteem means thinking as highly of yourself as you think of your peers or other people. Okay self-esteem is compatible with humility. Now let's talk about on the other side, what creates low self-esteem? Harsh criticism, being abused mentally or physically, a lack of intimacy in one's life, not being recognized or noticed, and long-term ridicule or teasing, or holding a standard of perfection for yourself and and other people. So let's talk about creating more self-esteem, ways of creating it, affirming yourself and your relatedness to others. Find your positive personal attributes and list them. Put them down on a piece of paper, okay? Find good things about the way you look, feel, think, and act and list them. And get out a piece of paper, do all these things. What skills do you possess or are you developing that you can use to help you build your self-esteem and become comfortable with yourself, accept the flaws and move to what's good And stop comparing yourself with others. You know, it's fascinating as a therapist, you know, people come in, they say to me, well, you know, I'm just not doing as well as Susie, or I'm just not as as, uh, attractive as Katie. And there's this comparison. And there's always a comparison going up, meaning you find somebody doing something better or looking better or in some ways better than you. But if we're going to do that, We also need to compare down if you want a real assessment. And the real assessment then becomes you are who you are. You know, yes, there are people who are richer, prettier, whatever. And yes, there are people who are less. So where does that leave you? That leaves you with you and valuing that position. All right, let's talk about self-confidence now. How do you create more confidence in yourself, okay? Um, Gaining confidence has to do with um, acknowledging your performance. You have to do something to get it. So you gain confidence by breaking tasks into smaller steps so that you can achieve uh, success and rewarding yourself. Acknowledging success for each step One of the things that happens when people get tough on themselves is they hold uh, out any kind of celebration until something is perfect. Well, it's never going to be perfect. You know, acknowledge the good, acknowledge where you are, reinforce overall confidence by sharing that with people. Hey, I did this today and it was a success and hearing their um, acceptance of that. So 
people aren't confident when they don't acknowledge their success. They put themselves down and they say things like, oh, it was just lucky or it wasn't all that good. And, and you, we all know people like this. We talk about people who can't accept compliments and they, they push it back um, and they, they, they deflect it because inside of them, they don't feel like they deserve it. So we aren't confident when we have too large a task. One of the ways to sabotage yourself in confidence is to say, I'm going to um, invent uh, the, the next electric car tomorrow. Of course, we wouldn't say that. But it's, it's a way of putting ourselves down, of taking too big a task. I'm reminded of the story of a, uh, that I heard once about a guy who comes in and he comes into his father. He says, Dad, Dad, I just won the Nobel Peace uh, the Nobel Prize for Medicine. I just found a cure to cancer. And he's excited. His dad looks at him. He goes, what about heart disease? <laughs> so we can always belittle ourselves. We can always put ourselves down, which we don't want to do. That doesn't enhance either esteem or confidence. So get a reason to celebrate a small task and its accomplishments. Um, don't make it too large and don't make it too difficult. So sometimes we take on tasks that are just too difficult. And then we feel like a failure because we're over our heads. We've set it up to fail. Don't do that. Reward yourself for being um, almost there. Don't have to be all the way there. Celebrate those small achievements and they build on each other. So we stop condemning our faults. We realize that we're not perfect. You change what you can and you learn to accept yourself as who you are. And with all that going on, learn to laugh at anything, especially yourself. One other story I want to share with you about self-esteem and self-confidence. You know, when I was, um, when I was a young therapist, I was living in Dallas. And in Dallas uh, at that time, I had a good friend who was in commercial real estate. And commercial real estate was booming. Everything was doing fabulous. And he was making a lot of money. And then as cycles go in life, the cycle went down and he stopped being that productive and he stopped being able to make that kind of money. And, and that was, of course, very frustrating to him. So he came home one day at lunch and he walked in and here was his wife. And he said to her, he said, honey, he said, would you still love me if I lost all of our money? She looked at him. She said, I'll always love you. I'll miss you, but I'll love you. Self-esteem, self-confidence, two different things. You need both and you're on the way to creating that. As soon as you assess where you are, then you give yourself the, the information and support to rise the area uh, that's lowest and then you get into a nice new balance. That's what we want. Let me read you a quote as a way of summing it up here today. To be nobody but yourself in a world that tries every day to make you everyone else is to fight the hardest battle anyone can fight and never stop fighting. E.E. E. Cummings. The maintenance of self-esteem and self-confidence are genuine, important things for us to do. Self-esteem helps you believe you're lovable. Confidence helps you to do all those things that you want to do and make a, an impression on the world. You need both. And I wish you 
happiness in both areas. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home on the web at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.